Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Aftcast Tenerife Afternoons. I'm your host, Tim Dowd. On today's show, we'll be having a little bit of weather. The latest in the COVID saga. We're going to have a look at Janet Anscombe's website, janetanscombe.com. Then we go over to the newsroom, gobiernodicanarias.org. Enjoy the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe, download the podcast, follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and all that good stuff. Well, there's going to be plenty of weather in the next few days, so they say. The uh, weather yesterday was uh, bright and blue skies and wispy clouds. Today's a bit different. Today is Tuesday, March the 2nd, and it's a little bit overcast midday. Started off quite nice in the morning, but the clouds came in, and uh, we'll probably end up with a nice sunset, but not so good. Now the rest of the week's going to be in the low 20s up until about Thursday, Friday when they're seeing a slight drop into the high teens. Uh, starting next Monday, sunny, sunny, sunny. So uh, we'll see whether that pans out. The rain's disappeared again. And that was the weather. COVID-19 update. Here's the COVID ticker for the 1st of March, 2021. The Canary Islands total was 5,486, which is down from the day before. Tenerife's total was 2,241, also down. Arona, 73, down. Adeji, 103, down. And Granadilla de Abona, 79, down. The seven-day average dropped below 50 at 49.6, which is down again. And we're still at level two. Um, they will change that or review that again on March the 7th. And this was the COVID update for today. Go over now to JanetAnscombe.com. Well, Janet's got three headlines today that I want to uh, take a look at. The first one is the Living with COVID thread, which has been updated uh, today. And Lanzarote moves to level three as numbers improved. And Tenerife's review is not due for another week. Uh, the second one is the CanaryCast. There was a new CanaryCast yesterday. If you haven't listened to that, go to CanaryCast on your favourite podcast programme and look for CanaryCast, all one word. And if you see Cleo's name, you've got the right one. And the last one there is Spanish and other EU tourism ministers call for a digital vaccine passport as Commission announces legislative proposals for a digital green pass. And that one's a little bit... Uh, uh, long, so we might uh, read a, p a few paragraphs of that and then a summary at the end. So let's go back to the first one, which is living with COVID and the Lanzarote. If you go to Janet Anscombe's website, you can see that this thread has got a lot of good information, especially what the curfew is, what the face masks are, um, social groups limited to how many people, etc., etc., and also what you need to know if you're entering Tenerife from outside. So the update for March the 1st. Following today's cabinet meeting, Lanzarote and La Graciosa will move from level four to level three. 
whilst the other islands will remain in their existing groups. In addition, Level 1, which hasn't had a curfew so far, now will have a curfew between midnight and 6am. As we recall, Tenerife Level 2 isn't due for revision until the 7th of March. So in Level 1, we have Fuerteventura, El Hierro, La Gomera and La Palma. And then Level 2 is Tenerife and Gran Canaria. And Level 3 now is Lanzarote. Okay, so if we go back to the headlines here and have a look at the Canary Cast, see the update for March the 1st. On St. David's Day today, the podcast is here, and she's put a link there so you can go straight there and listen. With Cleo and me just chatting today, looking at travel restrictions, what will happen around Easter, and some music. And naturally, a mention of the weekend's rugby, in which Wales won the Triple Crown. Well done, Wales! And uh, the long one now, which is the, uh, the more controversial post which is Spanish and other EU tourism ministers call for digital vaccine passport as Commission announces legislative proposal for digital green pass. Sounds a lot a mouthful there. Let's see if we can uh, address this. Spanish tourism minister Reyes Maroto and the tourism ministers of Austria, Bulgaria, Greece, Malta and Slovakia have issued a joint statement calling for a rapid, united and coordinated approach to facilitate the return of cross-border mobility. Of course, for tourism, but also for the survival of recovery of mainly small and medium-sized businesses that provide millions of jobs in the sector throughout the bloc. The state can be read in English here and she puts a link there. She goes on to say, Morodo said that what is needed are digital health information tools that can be interoperable between EU countries, such as the vaccination certificate, and which can restore mobility interrupted by the pandemic, and a paramount concern, guarantee the resumption of safe travel. She stressed that the priority must remain to speed up the whole vaccination process, including procurement and distribution, and urged the Commission to draw up a coordinated proposal to develop an ambitious programme for the recovery of EU tourism. As it happens, Commission President Ursula von der Leyen has also said today that a legislative proposal for a digital green pass will be presented this month with the aim of providing proof that a person has been vaccinated or that they have a negative test result if they have not yet been vaccinated and with full protection given to data, security and privacy. Von der Leyen said that proposed digital green pass should gradually allow residents in the EU to move safely within the bloc or abroad. At this stage of just an announcement about a legislative proposal, obviously details are scarce, but internal resources say that the end plan will be something of an ethical minefield that will take enormous care to get right, but that eventually there will be no way to restart any general public movement without something of the kind to ensure safety. EU Council President Charles Michael, for his part, said that the public shouldn't expect anything along these lines to be rushed and that we are looking at several months before the plans reach a more concrete stage. Again, loud and clear for anyone who cares to hear, there are the words months, gradual, eventually, and above all, safety. So that was uh, Janet Anscombe's website for today. Thank you, Janet. Great information, great resources. JanetAnscombe.com
Well, let's go over to the gobiernodecanarias.org slash noticias. On the main page today, we've got uh, approve the decree law on direct aid for SMEs and the self-employed affected by the COVID-19 crisis. So that's been approved. Uh, Lanzarote lowers the alert level from four to three. Uh, the Canarian government calls for aid of 24.3 million for the marketing of fruits, flowers and table potatoes. And social rights, equality and diversity says Tenerife will have more than 13.3 million euros for social services in 2021, which is 35.6 more than in 2020. If you want to know more, nip over to the gobiernodecanarias.org website and look for Noticias. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for listening today. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast or whatever you do. Or follow us on youtube.com slash LWMST. We also have a page on Facebook at LWMST. And we do a lot of pictures of food and me walking around in the morning on Instagram. Living with MS Tenerife. I do have a Twitter account, but I don't really read it. I only post to it, and that's automatic. But if you've got a Twitterer, you can go to LWMS Tenerife. And don't forget timothydow.com, where you can send me a message. You can learn how to sponsor the channel. You can learn how to join me live Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on YouTube. And search the blog for past episodes of everything we do. I'd like to thank you all again for listening and have a great day. Back again tomorrow. So I'll see you then in the next one. Stay safe, everybody. Mm-hmm.